0: Good evening, Broncos country. Welcome to another podcast of Couch Potato Sports, Denver Broncos edition. I'm Zach. I'm here with my great, fantastic colleague, Anthony. How are we doing tonight, man?
1: I am doing pretty well, man. I cannot complain. How are you doing?
0: I can't complain either. You know, it's been a crazy couple of days, you know, and, you know, it's just <sighs> always have those Twitter fingers the past couple of days, and that's just <laughs> the time of year. You know? you know, you're sifting through all these things. And, you know, you and today was a big example. You think one thing is going to happen, then it turns out to be a totally different outcome. And, you know, it was a pretty crazy turn of events. And we had a little bit of a a Twitter roast <laughs> involved with that <laughs> and uh, it was pretty funny it was all funny games but hey that's the time of year man it's the free agency one of the best times of the football year you know you get to see what your teams are bolstering in you know you get to see your teams finally you know solidify an area that's been struggling from the past season and it's a good time you know and uh, there are some teams that are just going all out and spending a ton of money aka the Chargers and you know, that's something that we'll talk about for sure and we'll react we'll react to that. <laughs> so um with that being said, Anthony, you know, how you been doing, man? What you been up to these past couple of days?
1: I have been doing you know, the whole family thing, as you know. The uh the wife is the wife. <laughs> Life's crazy, you know. Yeah. So, no, no, just been working, man, and I've actually been on call with work this week. I've been lucky and uh oh nice I had to go do too much. But uh yeah, I've obviously been uh obviously been keeping tabs on what's going on in the wide world of sports, not just NFL. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. It's a, a great time to be a sports fan, I'll say that. I mean, you got March Madness, MLB finally figured it out, yep. NFL, NBA, like it's all full on right now.
0: <clears throat> Hockey, all of it. Yeah, everything seems to it's be firing. On- Everything seems to be firing in all cylinders right now, and what more could we want from sports fans? You know, it's just the uh, the sports mecca for all of us, <laughs> if you will. And uh, But, hey, let's get into this free agency stuff. So I'll go ahead and just break down. You know, I'm, I'm on the, the Mile High Report website, and, you know, we'll go through, and they have it listed out for us, which is awesome. So obviously if you're going back to March 8th, We have that wonderful day of the Broncos trading for Russell Wilson. You know, we had a podcast on that, talking about that. Um, Essentially, March 9th through the 12th, you know, we heard a little rumbling about Chris Harris, you know, being a name to watch in the Broncos free agency, and that was coming from Benjamin Albright, a friend of the podcast. Um, Another thing that people were reacting to were, you know, Von Miller's cryptic. You know, social media, it's not really cryptic because if you knew what 5280 means, it means you're a Colorado native, and pretty much all of Colorado knew that. But um, it's a long shot, not out of the question, but uh, it seems very. I know I made a pretty bold prediction, but uh, that was assuming that Vaughn Miller would take a little bit of a pay cut to come back and win another ring potentially in the next couple of years. But hey, You know you can't blame the man. You know he's he's lined up to make a lot of money before he retires, so you can't blame him for that. So, and a team a team to watch for the Bond Miller signing is the Dallas Cowboys now. So that's definitely something.
1: He he was his Instagram antics today. I don't know if you saw that, but he was he's obviously still on vacation at the pool, and he's walking around wearing a Cowboys hat. Actually, and he's known to wear them, of course. So he's a big uh, right a Texas guy, Texas boy, you know. but yeah, he's uh out walking around on Instagram flaunting his cowboy hat. He keeps like kind of putting his shit to his mouth like kind of shushing something. So I don't know. You know how Vaughn is, he is not uh quiet when it comes to No, outs he is or not anything. He so is
0: very loud. <laughs> that would
1: be quite a damn shame to see him in cowboys gear. So sad. But it regardless it would it'd, be, be, it'd be cool yeah. to see him get a get a nice another big payday and it just will just suck because he'll never make the playoffs again if he's there, but it's it's right. whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. The playoff hopes are pretty much are gone for, <laughs> you know, once you go to the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> but hey. they're in the
1: worst damn division in the, in the league. Come on. Right. Cowboys. Right. Fans. If,
0: you, if you can't make it happen in that division, then I don't know what to say, but anyways, moving on. So uh, there was some reported interest in trading for a uh, right tackle, Lyle Collins. Uh, again, that just seems to be, you know, too high of a, a money thing for the Broncos. So it seems like George Payton is being, you know, he's being, besides the Russell Wilson thing, he's being pretty conservative, of uh, you know, and the, the Gregory thing, you know, and we'll get into that. Um, so, uh, going on the list there, there were some reports about Russell Wilson, you know, talking about how he's trying to get, uh, Bobby Wagner here, former teammate, um, A lot of people say that there's nothing to this rumor, kind of a thing. So, yeah, that's like a really
1: yeah, it's a crazy that whole situation because it really all depends on what source you're reading or listening to. Because, as you said, you see a lot of people out there saying that there's nothing to that, but then you hear somebody say, "Oh no, there is something to that." And I was listening to our boys over on Broncos Country tonight, Ben and Ben Albright and Ryan Edwards. And Ben kind of dropped a nugget that um, Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson don't seem to have that great of a relationship, and they didn't have that great of a relationship these last few years in Seattle. And it might just be something that Bobby Wagner's agent is kind of putting out there because he wants to drive that price. up. Just a really weird thing. I don't anticipate it happening. You know what? I'm at this rate. I'm one hundred percent fine with not bringing Bobby Wagner in right um, and I'm, and we'll get into all you know our our right. Joe josie and everything so
0: so um at one point we were targeting offensive tackle Dennis Kelly and sebastian joseph day uh Joseph Day ended up going to the Chargers, so that's one thing um and then the big one, you know the Broncos were in the mix for Chandler Jones. I really didn't hear too much more about that um. <laughs> The only thing I could assume is that he ended up being too much money. Yeah, for it them sounds to like. Handle. Yeah, from what yeah. I
1: understand, Vaughn and Chandler Jones both just money for what the Broncos interested in, and right. And it's kind of weird. Like they're sound like Gregory was like option A, like all along. Which who knows? Maybe he could have been because you know how George, George Payton works in mysterious ways, and yeah. Kind of keeps things close to the belt, obviously, which it, he, Randy Gregory may have been his number one target. I mean, all, all the sources seem to think that number one target for the Broncos this offseason was Chandler Jones. And it just sounds like he's just going to cost too much. Yeah. It sounds like Vaughn wasn't even like a top three option for them at that position. Like, r- reports came out today that Vaughn Miller did not receive a single call from the Broncos yeah. when the free agency started, which is crazy.
0: It's crazy, but you know it kind of, kind of been something where leaked where how much money he was looking for, and the Broncos were like, ah, I'm not even gonna uh, entertain that. So, but we don't know for sure, and I'm sure we'll find out in the future. But um, Billy Turner named a watch on March 14th. Uh, Josie Toole, he received interest from five other teams. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, did, yeah. quarterback Chetty Bridgewater signs with the Miami Dolphins on a one-year deal to go uh, be a backup, but also compete with Tua. Um, oh, the big one. One of the big ones. Broncos agreed terms with nose tackle DJ Jones to a three-year, yes. $30 million contract. You know, besides the Russell Wilson trade, Uh, This is easily my second favorite part of the entire free agency. Um, uh, That was a struggle for the Broncos. You know, it's – I was listening to uh, a little bit of Altitude today. No, Broncos Country Tonight. I was listening to Broncos Country Tonight and uh, this – they were on on the earlier show, uh, Mm -hmm. the Dave Logan show and Benjamin Albright and Ryan Edwards. And so it wasn't Broncos Country Tonight, but they were invited on. And uh, they were talking about The Denver Sports Zoom. Yeah, zoo. Denver. Yeah. Yes, Denver Sports Zoo. Couldn't think of the name off the top of my head, but um, basically, uh, the Broncos were uh, the third worst team in stopping the run last year, at a uh, whopping seven percent rate of, of stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, DJ Jones alone stops forty percent, over forty percent of uh, running plays. So. Uh, last season. So definitely a big, big signing for us three years, 30 million contract. Um, I'm excited for him. He's going to be, uh, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. He's a big bodied and, you know, like what Benjamin Albright was saying at Broncos country tonight, the Broncos are looking to run that dime scheme in the back of the defense. And, you know, you gotta be able to stop the run at the same time. You know, you gotta be able to have those big boys up front and leading the, leading the charge to stop those running plays because, you know, a lot of the times when the offense sees that your defense is in a dime coverage, you know, they're going to check down to the run because you have the open holes and the open gaps right there. So, yeah, I, gotta, mean, I love that signing too. Dude. I'm a big-time big, yeah.
1: big time fan of it. And yeah, when you start – and I, I'd heard of him before. And then, of course, I started breaking him down quite a bit once I saw that the Broncos made that signing. And there's yeah. literally just – it's just glowing reviews across all platforms. And he's – was like graded out as like the second or third uh, best defender at the defensive tackle position in the league last year. Like a lot second of second metri-
0: behind Aaron Donald. Behind
1: okay, yes. Yeah, so second behind Aaron Donald. That was to be my next point. Is he's being mentioned like along the likes of Aaron Donald, and of course, we're not saying this man is Aaron Donald. There is nobody really ever in history like Aaron Donald, but right. like that's who like his metrics are comparing to over the last year or so, and. Uh look at the defensive line he was on, and people some people could say, well, he played really well because they have all these first rounders on the defensive line in San Francisco. Well, look at it this way. He was a sixth round pick, I believe. And he worked his way into that rotation and stayed there and was a a big part of that defensive line and had a lot of success while there was all that much talent to kind of compete with. So I mean that kind of says all oh, their I mean, that that's all you need to hear when it comes to D.J. Jones. Like, I think it's one of those signings that maybe Broncos country isn't, like, super stoked on at first. And then when they look at the tape, look at some highlights, they get more excited. And then when he, like, suits up for Denver this year and we see him playing, like, he's probably going to be, like, a fan favorite just because he's got nasty to him, you know. And that's kind of a defensive tackle, especially, as you mentioned, with how bad – the Broncos struggled in defending the run, especially in, like, critical times in the game, like late in the game when teams were allowed to just run the clock. I mean, do you remember watching that Browns game and just going insane? They could not stop DeErnest Johnson. Yeah. Could not stop was, him. It we was we awful – Probably game.
0: the worst game I watched all year.
1: You're right. And we're like, oh, we're with, they're without Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They're not going to be able to run the ball. And Baker. At all. Yeah, and they just ran the ball down their throats. And I, that – And I mean that filled a glaring hole in the Broncos' defense, and I mean it's just it's a great move. I can't say enough about it.
0: Right, and Anthony, the big thing for the the people in Broncos country that you know aren't really sure about this hiring or haven't heard about this guy, you know the bottom line up front is that George Payton addressed a need for this team. You know we need to be able to stop the run, and George Payton in a big way too. Yeah, he addressed it in a huge way. Um, Like you said dj jones is being mentioned up there with the likes of aaron donald and like we said he's not aaron donald there's nobody that'll ever be like aaron donald but you know he's up there with him and big signing and i'm absolutely in love with this easily my second favorite signing thus far in free agency Mm -hmm. so all right moving on so nothing really important there oh Uh, For those that don't know, uh, mutual interest from the Broncos and Melvin Gordon doesn't look like he's going to come back here. So, just too much money again. Too much money. You know, the running back shelf life in today's NFL isn't very long, you know, because it's a quarterback league. It's a passing league now. And, you know, teams don't, you know, build around their running backs like they used to. And, you know, you could, best example of what not to do is the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they signed Ezekiel Elliott to that huge deal and he hasn't been the same since. And, you know, Tony Pollard is the better running back. You know, let's just be real. And Tony Pollard Tony Pollard has been playing at a higher level than Zeke has been recently, and they're getting Tony Pollard for the cheap right now. So, um, yeah, the shelf life in the NFL running backs aren't long. Melvin Gordon's going out there. He's trying to make a little bit more extra cash before he calls it a career, and. You know, don't expect him to come back to Broncos country, you know. And as much as we would have loved to see him, you know, reunite with a former teammate and Russell Wilson because they did play one year together in Wisconsin in college, um, it's not – I don't think it's going to happen. So, um, and, yeah, you man. know, a whole thing with Melvin Gordon, real, real quick before you get into your uh, thing, is that uh, – you know, I feel like Melvin Gordon wasn't really given a fair shot in the beginning. You know, a lot of Broncos fans, you know, that I witnessed were, you know, pretty down on it. You know, we spent too much money on him, kind of a deal. And, you know, he ultimately did he – did, he did produce well for us in the end. Very yeah. well. Yeah. And um, him and, you know, last year, despite how awful our offense was, our running game was pretty tight. You know, we had the two-headed monster with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, and they produced. You know, and you know, and Melvin Gordon was you know easily turned into a, one of the fan favorites around here. So, Melvin Gordon, we appreciate you. Good luck wherever you go. You know, and take care. Yeah,
1: I mean, I we signed Melvin Gordon, and the, the Broncos faced kind of a lot of backlash. And I really enjoyed. It. I, I was mad about the signing because at the time of at the time of we had Philip Lindsay, so everybody obviously loved Phil, and he's a fan favorite. But what Phil kind of was not good at, Melvin was good at, and I, it made me really excited. Even though they paid him a lot of money, it's like at the time he was like the mo- one of the most underrated and most disrespected running backs in the league, and he still is to this day. And he just—I mean, let's be honest—since he's probably been the best offensive player on the Broncos. I mean, I don't know who else you could put in that station. He's produced with all this crap on offense. He has scored, it was like, what, like, 19 touchdowns in two years with the Broncos? Something like that along those lines? Like, he's played really well, and I think he did really become a fan favorite, and as much as we love Javante Williams, and it's going to be so exciting to see him just get unleashed as our every down type of back. Like, I'm super excited for that. I would have really loved to see Melvin come back and really get a, a shot at making a playoff run with Denver and being that you know that partner in crime with Javante because they just work so well together. But as you said, good luck to Melvin because I mean he deserves to go to. A, so I'd love to see him end up in a place like Buffalo or somewhere where he's going to get a good shot to really be featured still because obviously he can still play. So. Yeah, that one kind of sucked. Get the, get another bag somewhere else and so that's always good.
0: You know, and it, it it was all a timing issue, you know. Had we signed Melvin Gordon, you know, last year and we had him for the next couple of years starting last year, you know, it it be it would be really cool. Uh, it would be really cool to see him with Russell Wilson and see like you said, you know, this team actually get a shot at going to the playoffs and, you know, making a potential run for a championship. So, um it's a shame it didn't happen that way. It's a shame the timing was off, but you know, he produced here and we appreciate it. So yeah. um all right, moving on. So uh a big thing that actually came out today is that uh Kareem Jackson, the Broncos have uh have been in discussions. I don't know if you heard about that at all. I, I did um, see that recently. Um so that's 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 exciting. You know, I I am high on Caden Stearns. So I think he did very well last year. Um, but it would be nice to get some continuity back from that defense last year, especially with having Russell Wilson at the range this year so um but Kareem Jackson, let's we'll see where that goes. you know, yeah. hopefully he takes another team friendly deal and stays with us, right. so
1: yeah, for me, it's all about the money with k jack like I love k jack, he brings something to the Broncos that nobody else really does when it comes when you you talk about like a fear factor in the secondary because as great as Justin Simmons is he's not going to – he's going to come up and make great tackles. He's not going to put somebody on their ass very often. No. You know? He's not going to blow somebody up. And every defense, like, needs – every great defense, like, needs an enforcer. I mean, look, at, look back at these great defenses. Look at the great defense Broncos had with Super Bowl 52. Or God, Super Bowl 52, Super Bowl 50, excuse me. We had T.J. Ward, who was that guy for us. Darian mm-hmm. Stewart was also one of those guys. But yep. when they brought T.J. Ward in, it was to be a total. Player. It was to be a guy – that will go get in somebody's face and take a penalty flag to go push somebody or give a little extra on a play. And that's what Kareem Jackson has been for this Broncos defense in recent years. And again, he's, it's just all about the money for me. Like I would like to see Kareem Jackson back, but for me, it's almost like if you can't do anything else, get Kareem Jackson back. Cause it's no secret. Like he's getting older. He was getting older when the Broncos signed him and his on his first deal, uh, and, I'm, and I really want to see Caden Stearns kind of take that next step because people forget that Caden Stearns was an All-American coming out of high school. He was projected to be a first-round draft pick after his uh, freshman year at Texas. Like, the talent is off the charts. There's kind of some lack of production before he entered the NFL, so that's what caused him to fall. But I think he played really well last year. Yeah. And I was listening to the uh, DNVR Broncos podcast, and they made a great point. And Ryan Koensberg, one of the hosts on there, made a great point today. I was listening to them. And it was actually specifically talking about Caden Stearns. Like, imagine what Caden Stearns and some of these other players are going to look like when they're playing on a successful team. Right. And that's kind of it like stood out to me. Like, God, I never thought about it that way. Like, you see some flashes from people, but, like, it was always like, when we were way behind in games or something like now that you have an offense that can hold their water, you know, like I'm, I'm just excited to see Caden Stearns play. So that's one of the reasons I'm hesitant towards K Jack returning. But again, if he were to resign, I would not have any
0: whatsoever, obviously. Yeah. Even if it's another year team friendly deal, you know, it'd be nice to see him stick around for another year and just, you know, give Caden Stearns a little bit more, you know, time to, grow in the NFL and develop and get over that little injury bug that he's been battling for years. Mm -hmm. So, but I agree with you, Caden Stearns. Like I am definitely high on the man and uh, Ryan makes a good point. Um, I definitely think this defense is going to look a lot different when they're playing for something, you know, they were a top three defense and they weren't playing at points. They were playing for something, but you know, they still held their own and became a top three defense in the league can you imagine? Like, can you imagine what this team will be like if, you know, they're playing and they're in the games and they're playing in January? You know, right. that's something to be excited for. So, all right, moving on. So, to the the most recent thing. So, most recently, the Broncos agreed to terms with the uh, former Ravens tight end Eric Tomlinson, who I've heard is an absolute wrecking ball in the running game, which is great to hear. You know, yeah. you pair him up with Albert Ob- Albert Ovechkinoff. But is that right? Obergena. Oguwebunam Oguébunam. there we go. It Albert o. So many. It took. Yeah, Albert al, o. That's Albert o. Yeah. <laughs> Still, you still can't get it right to this day. It's
1: tough. Damn yeah, it, yeah. Damn tough. it, Zach. Um, I mess it up. Everybody messes it <laughs> up. Still, the worst. The people that mess it up more than anybody are the announcers at the at the games, and they <laughs> know, get paid right? a lot more than know, we do. Right? So.
0: <laughs> um. And then uh, Broncos bring back their own uh, Josie Jewell, two years, 11 mil, mil deal, million deal. I can't talk tonight. And, you know, that's, that's good. You know, I, I've always – I've liked Josie Jewell. Uh, I think he can, you know, he can prove on the tight end game a little bit. You know, he struggles against tight ends, coverage. Um, but, you know, there's times where I see him where he's an absolute enforcer, you know, making, making plays in the backfield you know, stopping that run game, and that's what you like to see. So, I like yeah.
1: it. I'm yeah. on I, it. I was I was actually pretty I, – I felt like was, I was happier <laughs> broke about Josie Jewell than I expected to be. Like, know. I was never – I mean, when we drafted Josie Jewell, I was really high. He really like... got being a middle-round draft pick, and he's just like an old-school, you know, run-stuffing-thumper linebacker there in the middle. And uh, I think people forget that. I mean, he started off the season really hot last year. He, he was playing really well before he tore his peck and was out for the season. But the season before that in 2020, he had 113 tackles. Yeah, like, he's flying around. That is around. nothing to scoff at. Like, he's he he, he a really productive tackler. And he's running lanes. And I think, I mean, to Aaron Browning, it looks like they're going to be our starting tackers this year. Baron Browning's a super athletic guy. He played well last year. He's one of those guys that has a lot of potential and we all saw it. So pair him him back up with a guy like Josie because they didn't really get to play much together because by the time Baron Browning came back from his injuries and was ready to go, Josie Jewell was already out for the season. So I'm really excited actually to see what that pair can do because I feel like they're going to complement each other really well. And yeah, I I mean, I, I was actually like, like I said, I'm pretty happy about the deal.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, definitely. And I'm excited to have another, you know, he's been here a few years. I'm excited to have another one of our own coming back. And yeah, it just goes to show George Payton's taking care of his own. So, and you love yep. to see it. So, all right, Anthony. So I know I texted you earlier <laughs> about needing some convincing about this one. And, you know, I'll plead my case and then you take it from there. Sound good? All right. It sounds so, great. I want, first of all,
1: before we, we break down, I want like an instant reaction of like the that whole like the Cowboys news to the Broncos. Your reaction, I, I want to hear like your okay. emotions that went through that.
0: So real quick, Denver agrees to terms with the edge rusher Randy Gregory, five year, seventy million dollar contract. Um, when I saw that he was resigning with the Cowboys, I was relieved. I'll be honest with you, I was relieved. I was happy that he was going to stay in Dallas uh, the Broncos can get their nose out of that. Um, but then I see Benjamin Albright saying, hold on, you know, I'm on the phone with, uh, an agent, you know, it's not done yet. And then, yeah, you know, we see Mike Gar- garofolo Ian Rappaport, you know, they're uh, kind of rebuttaling saying, Oh, the deal fell through with the Cowboys. looks like Randy Gregory is going to be a Denver Bronco. And I'm you know, I was I was kind of upset, Anthony. I was I was uh, I had some I had some passion behind it. You know, I was just you know to myself, I'm like, why the fuck are the Broncos going after him? Because I didn't even like him in Dallas. I did not like him in Dallas. I thought, you know, I thought he was too much of a liability. You know, he's been suspended twice out of the league for marijuana usage. You know, and you know, you had the whole le- the the literature inside the contract saying blah 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 you know if you get suspended or fined or whatever you know you're subjected to losing some money and that's that's the language that you know drove randy gregory away from that contract essentially and i'm just like in my head i'm like dude just stay out of trouble (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, I, i it is i mean it is shitty that the cowboys would put that in their contract you know don't get me wrong but at the same time i'm like man, why are you worried about it? What do you, what do you, are you try to get suspended again? What do you, what are you thinking? You know? And um, so with all that being said, I have no reason to not put my trust in George Payton. Um, he obviously has a good vetting squad in the scouting community. Um, he has a good staff. Um, I'm sure they did their homework before doing this. They are well aware of the past extracurricular activities with Randy Gregory, um he is he is nasty. He's a nasty player and that is something that this defense needs. But um Anthony, convince me. Bring so, it on.
1: It's so so when I saw that news that he the uh re-signing with or was supposed to have re-signed with the Cowboys, I had a, a little bit of a different reaction. So my at first I was like, Oh, you know that that's good if the Broncos can sign Chandler Jones. Mm -hmm. Like, that was my main thought. Like, okay, now it's all eyes on Jones. But also, at the same time, it's like, in my head, I was like, man, I really would have liked Gregory if Jones isn't a possibility. So I, like, actually was kind of... But I was like, oh, man, I would like to see Randy Gregory. And then, like, the news starts breaking that. Oh, no, he's backing out and going to Denver and I actually was pretty excited if I'm being honest. And why that is, I honestly could not tell you. I, I just Randy Gregory was talent-wise is is an elite talent. He coming out of Nebraska in 2015 if it hadn't been for some injury stuff and of course like the off the of, on the field or excuse me off the field issues, he probably would have been a top 5 top 10 pick at the latest. He's that kind of talent at at a premier position. Of course he has had his run-ins with you know, the marijuana use and getting in trouble for that. I mean it sounds a lot like another linebacker that was here in Denver that everybody just wanted to give up hope that right, up becoming a Super Bowl right. MVP and okay. just a staple to this to this uh, Broncos <laughs> country. Um, so I start doing my, you know, dig in about Randy Gregory. Oh, and go too far too much further. I have a guy at work who is from Nebraska. Die Hard. I mean, you know how the guys from Nebraska are when it comes to Husker football. Like Die go Hard ahead. Husker. Yeah. And he's been telling me about Randy Gregory for years, like before he even made a name out for himself in at Nebraska. And of course, right when that news breaks, I get a text from like Gregory Jersey, like it's on, like he's a big fan, of course, just because big rigs together whatnot, but my digging and because I'm like, I, there's got to be there's a, there's a reason he's getting this deal that he's got, and it's a nice deal, yeah, a nice deal for him, and it's also a really nice deal for Denver. So I'm just going to throw out there for you. The injury concerns. The Definitely get the off-field issue, but that has that has like a a really like concern about that. Like I'm not concerned about that at all. Is like the marijuana use. The and it's really been since the new CBA changed. Like they've if he gets busted with weed, it's like I think it's like a three-week suspension or something like that. It's nothing like it used to be. Um, but when he's on the field, the guy's a a baller, a flat-out baller. Next-gen stats last year, Randy Gregory. Do the pressures? That was tight. Last year, Randy Gray generated a hit or a sack every 16.4 pass rush snaps, and seventh among 94 edge rushers with at least 200 pass rush snaps last year. Had the 11th best pass rusher, best pressure rate among edge rushers according to pro football focus and the big thing I keep seeing well he only had six sacks six sacks six sacks the NFL world is blowing the fuck up Khalil Mack got traded to the Chargers he had six last year um, where, am I, where am I here we keep okay oh, here's another big thing over the Gregory has caused eight fumbles which ranks among the top in that regard in so the guy can play. He can flat out the Broncos have struggled to get turnovers. It, I mean, as good as the defense has been, they have struggled to get turnovers. It shows that the guy can you know these stats show he can cause turnovers. And one big thing that I um, oh, one more stat for you. This is one of my favorite ones I saw when I came to the grant uh, Randy Gregory News. Last year, Randy Gregory had three games with four pressures and one game with six. But we're going to focus on the three games with four pressures as a team last year. So like, and not as a team total, but like the Broncos had five players all year had four pressures in a game. He almost totaled the entire Broncos roster last year in Four pressure games. We need pass rush, dude, and we just got pass rush today. Um, we do,
0: and like I said,
1: deal too, because he. It's pretty much $170 dollars. That's what the that's what deal says. It's really a two year deal because I'm pretty sure they don't have any guarantees after the first two years. Or there's something along those lines. I mean, I'm not a contract guy. Like I can I read what I see, and I'm not. You don't. I don't know, break it down really well, but for all from dealing after the second year, if things don't work out, we can just the Broncos can wipe their hands and seal it. Randy Gregory. Um, another thing I just read, he's counting for six million against the captain. Only six million against the cap. Yeah, Vaughn. Somebody like Vaughn. Somebody like Chandler Jones, which, of course, I would, have, I would have rather had Chandler Jones. Of course I would have. He's also three years, older than, three years older than Randy Gregory with a lot more tread on those tires. Or a lot less tread, excuse me, because Randy Gregory, I mean, of course it's because of suspension stuff. He hasn't played in his nearly as many games in his career, which could be a good thing. It also could be a bad thing. I see the argument both ways. But he's 29, and maybe this is what it's going to take for a guy like Randy Gregory to take that next step in his play because from all accounts that I've seen, like, it sounds like he's like turned his life around. He was on the Cowboys Leadership Academy last year, and I, I screenshotted a tweet from uh, ESPN's Ed Werder, and it was in response to Tyler Columbus <clears throat> losing his mind about how ridiculous of a signing this was. He hated it. And I'm going to read Edward's tweet to you, word for word. He says, "I expect you will change your opinion of Randy Gregory after you see him play and engage with him. He's beloved, and he's worked hard to overcome his issues. He's really a bright, well-intent, well-intentioned person, and a unique. Oh my gosh, I can't. Tell.
0: <laughs> Neither can he I. Is, Don't worry. He is a really well
1: and a unique, with enormous potential. And like after I was going through and." Saving all these tweets and looking up different stats and doing all my homework on it, Randy because I've always known he's a super talented guy, but I just wanted to see like what the Broncos saw in a sense, and it made me more excited because the Broncos have a great culture and a guy named uh, Russell Wilson, who's (laughs) yeah, uh,
0: freaking,
1: the guy is like a machine when it comes to preparation, being like a great person. Like, this is, like, a, I think this is a great deal because if he hits his potential, he's going to be getting – he'll probably pressure for a massive deal eventually. Like, that's the kind of potential he has. Like, he has an extremely high floor. Again, he has a very low – or, excuse me, extremely high ceiling. But he does have a low floor. But the Broncos bought into the potential. And as you said, like, George Payton, you've done no wrong so far. This is the first like a- question this is the first question mark I think he's this is the first questionable choice made so far but from what I saw when Mike Klis posted it they did considerable homework on Randy Gregory like this isn't just like one of those things like oh doubt on Vaughn and Chandler Jones got to make a move at pass rush it seems it sounds like they did their homework very thoroughly and they stayed in contact with Chandler Jones and his team throughout until the very end obviously Even it still even looked like he was going to be a Dallas Cowboy and they stayed in contact because they wanted him Like, I mean he might not have been their first choice but there's no question that they wanted Randy Gregory and they got him and I'm excited to see what he and I don't want to be that guy like I kind of bash this player a lot on this podcast but like I don't be be surprised if he outperforms Bradley Chubb next year like not at all
0: yeah Uh, I'm think, I like I said, I am putting my faith and trust in George Payton because he has done no wrong, and I'm going to give Randy Gregory a fair shot. I'm not just gonna. I was upset at first, but you know, I kind of. Now when I texted you, I kind of just like, okay, let's take a step back. You know, (laughs) let's really evaluate this and. I didn't go on Twitter like you did. I wasn't looking up stats. I did look it up a highlight video, and he, he he's made some really solid plays for sure um, that really excite you. But um, that's my big thing is just you know, even though he's passed, you know all that stuff, and you know those were prime years that he could have missed out on. That really builds from his talent and all that stuff. So I, I just hope we're not getting the back end of Randy Gregory. You know, I hope. Oh, yeah. Twenty nine yeah, is you know I
1: mean he's still decently young. We're yeah, tra- we're pounding the table for Chandler Jones and Vaughn, and they're three and four years older than him.
0: Right. Well, I mean, Chandler Jones is a better player. Let's he, it, well, yeah, one hundred percent. No question. But, you know, but you know what I I'm going to give them a chance. I'm going right. to. And you said some really convincing things, Anthony, and that's what I asked you to do. And that's why, that's why I love you. I appreciate you trying to convince me because. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here's here's uh, another convincing. These are two of my favorite reasons why I'm excited about the the signing too. One of my favorite things to do when the Broncos sign a player or trade for a player or really any teams that I root for, Obviously, hit social media. See what people are saying. And see what the fans of the team we got that are saying. And nobody from the Cowboys is happy that he is not a Cowboy right now. No fat yeah. Cowboy fan is happy. Jerry Jones is reportedly livid that he pulled the U-turn and went to Denver. Which is understandable. But, like, scrolling through, like... Um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, all these comments, like people when he was like very excited and then they were very pissed off when he's changed his mind. To me, like if I don't want a player on the Broncos and he signs elsewhere, I'm not upset about it. Yeah. It, I am like, whatever. What, yeah, cool. I didn't want you anyways. Like they wanted this guy there and it's funny because I did you did something similar to me. I was like, I know what great place like i know how he is but i just wanted a little bit more excited so i wanted to look up some youtube's randy gregory and like no highlights came up but they're all just these reaction videos from espn all the different shows on espn skip and shannon spew shows come or all these big time sports shows come up reaction of the randy gregory news and they're all like pissed off and Upset that the Cowboys fumbled this thing, and then it kind of you know. Oh, I know Shannon's not. Well, right. <laughs> so it's I'm inter- I'm really excited to see that because the news about when their show was on, it was before he changed his mind. He went to Denver, <laughs> and Skip was just <laughs> this is Skip Bayless. He was getting crazy. crazy. They resigned Demarcus Lawrence and Chandler or Chandler Jones. Excuse me, uh, Randy Gregory. This is great. And Skip and Shannon both on air said that in that instance, they would have, they would Randy Gregory up against DeMarcus Lawrence. Of course, DeMarcus Lawrence isn't the same player he once was, but he's a really damn good pass rusher. And they're both like, oh yeah, Randy Gregory, definitely the better guy to keep there. That's so great. And Skip was talking about, now my Cowboys are finally making moves and this is what I want to see. This is great. <laughs> And I cannot wait for <laughs> Shannon to go off Dude, on his uh, – It's going to be fantastic. Teams, of all so, teams, too. Yeah, Skip is exactly. just
0: punching the air right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then, of course, Skip posted just a ridiculous tweet about how could you do this after all Jerry Jones did for you and stuff. And getting back to my final reason.
0: I got to look at this.
1: Yeah, back to my final reason why I love <laughs> – Randy Gregory signing. But reportedly, when he saw these little finer details in his contract, did you see this? Did you see what he reportedly told his agent when they? No,
0: no, I did not see it. Two words to the Cowboys. Them,
1: and he pulled his. Uh, he pulled. He said, "I'm not signing with them. I'm going to Denver." And anybody that wow. says "fuck the Cowboys." I'm fucking riding with him. Welcome <laughs> to Denver, big man. Day. Go get Rider some sacks, die. dude. Go get some I, sacks, baby.
0: I am looking at this Skip Bayless tweet. Shame <laughs> on you, Randy Gregory. After all Jerry Jones did for you, you do that to him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's just like, I saw, I think it was Ryan Edwards. He like quoted that. Tweet. He thought this was a parody account. <laughs> it's just, oh, like, just ridiculous, dude. <laughs>
0: Dude, Skip just has Skip just hates Denver because there's a previous tweet about him saying Embiid is scarier than Jokic. He's bigger, stronger, and more powerful. Yeah, Jokic is that. all finesse. Embiid has Embiid has basketball genius. Oh my yeah. god, Skip, why do he's, you hate Denver so much? Does Shannon it's Sharp ridiculous. live in your head, red free, bro? I think he he's does. He's
1: he's got I love quite, it. He's got a lot of acreage owned in that head for sure. Man. Yeah, man, I I I like it. And a good point that I I uh, heard today when it came to the Randy Gregg, like all these pressures he generates. If he keeps up at it, they're gonna turn into sacks. And right? Maybe this. I mean, maybe this is the defense because they do run a different defense. They run a three in Dallas, and they've been three under Dan Quinn. Well, out here, he's gonna probably be, you know.
0: The attacking he's, three four, right? He's
1: he's gonna exactly. We're gonna attack in three four, and he's gonna be out on the edge standing up. And he's a, a super freak athlete. And man, he I, like I really am. I I, I I I respect the concerns that people have have with the. I really do, mm-hmm. but it's not like they signed him. Like he's making you know eighteen mil a year for four years and you, have it guaranteed, you know he's, it's none of this it's not this crazy deal it's like this super team friendly deal with a 29 year old pass rusher with uber potential like let's be honest like who has more potential over the next three seasons if everything goes right who could potentially have a bigger for three seasons, Chandler Jones, Von Miller, or Randy Gregory.
0: His oh, Randy between Gregory. those three? Oh, Randy Gregory. But I was going to say Chubb, If you're oh, talking wow. about like that. that no, definitely Chub.
1: Just those guys that were signing. <laughs>
0: yeah, I got you. Or just yeah. those
1: guys that were potential signings. And hey, yeah, man, I'm, I'm like, into it, dude. I'm into it.
0: Don't get me wrong. Like you, definitely given me some more hope about this. You put it in perspective for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm not as queasy about it as I was, I wasn't dramatic about it. I wasn't just mm. like, you know, I wasn't going out there like skip Bayless, you know, and just losing my mind about it. But I had my doubts and, you know, but like I said, for the third time, you know, I trust George Payton. He has done nothing to lead us to believe he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he got Russell Wilson, man. Like he he said he was going to be aggressive in the free agency market and he, or in the in the quarterback search, and, yeah, he made it happen, man. And, yeah. you know, he's he just – like you always say, build him a damn statue. And I have no intention of just, you know, not trusting him right now. So, I'm hopeful Randy Gregory comes out here and he's just a menace. And how great would it be if Bradley Chubb finally gets a full season and he comes out there and he's playing at the potential that we all thought he could play at. I mean, if that these is, two guys – Freaking if stay they, on the field, man. Oh, the the man. potential
1: is there. The potential
0: is there would, for great seasons. Awesome. It would be it would be another Demarcus Ware, Von Miller like situation.
1: You yeah, know, kind of exactly. And, and that's that, a little bit of an age f-
0: difference, but you know what I'm saying. Well, that's funny that you mentioned that because on DNVR today,
1: Ryan and Zach were up and they mentioned that exact thing. Like,
0: did they? I didn't listen to it. So yeah, cool. they
1: mentioned that exact thing. How?
0: I like Ray, Andrew and Zach
1: yeah how randy uh he has had these life changes, and as I said, he was on what the Cowboys called their leadership council like he was really respected by his teammates and the staff yeah. there in dallas so and it's not like it's not like Chubb has off field stuff, you know he doesn't he's not that no guy. no yeah, but just to coach him along and you know they're two premier talents they're two they have their potential. I mean, they're both top five talent, like top five drafted talents. They really are. Steve Gregory fell to the second round because of his off-field stuff, but like these two are uber talented. Yeah, this year, could stay on the field and put it together with the with a really good secondary and guys like Draymond Jones and DJ Jones now, like. The potential is there, dude. This is—I—I really like the moves, and I know we were talking on Instagram about, you know, how the moves have been so far. And I feel like I've been a little bit higher, which I was pretty surprised about. Because if I'm being honest, you're usually the more optimistic guy here between the two of us. You're really like (laughs) the—it's kind of—I—I don't know how to feel right now. I'm kind of scared. If I'm being honest, I I (laughs) I might have
0: to backpedal a little bit. Maybe this last season changed me. Yeah. I don't know. No, I I'm still optimistic. <laughs> did you not see my TikTok video, Anthony? Did I did you not see it. Yeah. Dude. I'm still optimistic. And no. I got a lot of flack for it too, but that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Uh moving on. So now we kind of reviewed everything that has happened with the Broncos and So now it's time to talk about what's going in tomorrow. So what to expect. So I'm just gonna name some free agents that are still in the mix that I you know, I haven't heard, I haven't seen anything on uh, Twitter recently about anybody signing. So, um, Teron Armstead is currently still the number one free agent out there. You have Vaughn Miller still out there. You have Chandler Jones still out there. Allen Robinson, Stephon Gilmore, Darius Williams, Bobby Wagner, Teron Matthew, Trent Brown, offensive tackle, Akeem Hicks, defensive line. Jadavion Clowney, edge rusher, Dwayne Brown, offensive tackle, Gronk. He's going to go back to Tampa. Uh, Bradley Bozeman, offensive line, the Ravens. I'm just going to name some of the offensive tackles that are still available. Um, and cornerbacks, Dante Jackson. It's another cornerback out of uh, Carolina. Patrick Peterson still out there, 31 years old. Um, Damn, let's see who else. Uh,
1: Casey about, Hayward. Oh, yeah. What about uh, Brian Belaga? got released today by the Packers? Really? Right tackle. I yes. did not see that.
0: Belaga. Yes.
1: Balaga was a cap casualty for the Packers.
0: Ooh.
1: Right Damn. tackle. Okay. Knows the, knows the scheme.
0: Okay. I might have just – I might have had that. That come out recently. Uh, earlier today at some time. Yeah, uh, I did not sure. see that. Damn, that's I'm not seeing him on this list. Bulaga, bulaga, bulaga. And this was updated 16 minutes ago. Bulaga, Brian, bulaga. I mean, yeah, I believe you, Anthony. So, uh, Eric Fisher, that's another one, another tackle. Uh, key Vander Esh, Really, I didn't know he was. A and free actually,
1: agent. I, and excuse me. He was actually with the Chargers and they cut him. I, I did not know that. He was with the Chargers last year. Bulaga?
0: Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, did you know Van Der Esch? They're going to lock him up. They're going to sign him. He's a free agent right now.
1: Leighton Vander Esch? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Keep his ass out of here. That dude, the injuries are too, way too I, much for me. I
0: was surprised, though. I was surprised. Yeah. To that's, see that. I didn't know that. Um, uh, Dante Hightower, linebacker. Calais Campbell, 35 years old. That was a, like an, um, that was one of those things. That, Calais Campbell was like,
1: hmm, that was would have been interesting. Denver but native. Denver native. Yeah, that would have been, yeah. I do he go. would he go to
0: South? Mm-hmm. Did he go to South High School? Denver South. He's a Broncos, Denver, huh, growing yeah. up Yep. AJ Johnson. Yeah. Um, he's a free agent still. Um, Let's see. Going down the list. Going down the list. Going. Riley Reef, offensive tackle from the Bengals. Oh, Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden, Hayden. quarterback. Um. Chris Harris. Chris Harris.
1: Number one. Let's talk. Let's talk about this. I want to hear your opinion on old Strap Harris.
0: Um. You know. In. I had to, you know, seek some guidance through our beloved Benjamin Albright. And uh, I was listening to Broncos country tonight because it was brought up, but he's the one that actually brought it up. And I was like, really? And uh, he was talking about how, you know, he obviously doesn't have what he used to have during the Super Bowl 50 timeframe, but he still thinks that he's the solid slot corner in today's game. And he thinks that he could produce well with the Denver Broncos and you get him for cheap too. So that's interesting. He knows Denver, yeah, obviously. won a championship. Um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be down on it. Um, let me just go back up. you know I, you still have people like Patrick Peterson out there also, um, and then who you could still get on a cheap deal. you know, it's not like yeah. Patrick Peterson's going to get a huge payday. Dante right. Jackson, Carolina. You know, there's a, there's quite a few corners up there that are still available. Darius Williams from the LA Rams, dude, is that's available. the one. That is the one for me. You know, that would, he's just
1: going to be, I think, yeah, out of the price range. But man, that would be Gilmore. Gilmore still
0: there? Stephon Gilmore. Um, yeah. I mean, there's quite a few. There's a, there's a few players that I'd rather have than Chris Harris. But hey, guess if you can get Chris Harris back here on the cheap, you know, and I'm all for it. What? How do you yeah. feel about it?
1: So I I posted on our Instagram just the report that, the the rumor that – and uh, one of our followers, and he's actually a buddy I used to play football with, commented on it. And he, like – and he's a diehard Broncos fan, like a big-time Broncos fan, like big time. And he was, like, so against it. Really? So, so against it. And his reasoning outside of, like, obviously Chris was – on the downside of his career when he was last with Denver. Like he was still really good, but you could see the end was, it was closer nice. to the end. He was, yeah. he was closer to the end than the beginning. And he, he cannot, it seems, cannot, cannot say, stay healthy. Was able to stay healthy with the Chargers that much. And I wouldn't say struggled, but definitely wasn't the guy that we remembered obviously, but he made a great point that uh, our follower made a great point and said, I don't want anything to do with him with how like the departure from Denver was pretty nasty with Chris Harris.
0: It was. Yeah. He was very
1: much a kind of a jerk about Denver. And I and I kind of said like, in response to that to our father, I said, well, do you blame him? And he said, no, I don't blame him. But did you see Von Miller acting that way? Did Derek Wolf act that way? You know, right. some of these guys that were great players on great teams for Denver that sat through the struggles of the last six years. And I was like, man. And the thing that just keeps popping into my head is it was probably – it was his last season with the Broncos. Chris Harris's last season with the Broncos. There was a report of him like walking off the field after one of our home losses. And one of the, like, you know, one of the beat guys, one of the reporters asking him something. And maybe it might have been Mike Cliss, actually. And he, like, made, like, a smart-ass comment, like, it don't matter. I'm not going to be here next year to deal with this shit or something along those lines. And that's just always kind of, like, left, like, a bad taste in my mouth. And I'll be, and I'll be really 100% honest with you. I, I, I mean, I love Chris Harris Jr. for what he did for the Broncos, and he was great, but I was never, like, a Chris Harris guy. And my buddy Jared loved Chris Harris, loved, loved, loved Chris Harris. And I was more of a, a an to Talib guy. And yeah. to this day, I will, I will always argue with somebody that to Talib was the best corner on the team through those oh, years. Like I just, down. I don't, yeah. I just
0: don't know. Like I've never been like a
1: huge Chris Harris guy. Chris
0: Harris was great in the
1: slot. That was right. Like, I, I just, I don't know. know. I don't know how it feels. I think, like you said, like. You can get if them on the cheap. All, if all else fails, yeah, because you need corners. I do. As, as it keeps being reported, like they're running dime this year. We have four quarterbacks under or corners under contract. Four. Right. D- uh, Darby, obviously, P- Passer Tan, Ojemudia, and a Bassi. Four corners. They yep. can't even. They can't even. They can barely play dime right now, you know? (laughs) Right. So, I mean, there's going to be moves made. We're we're going to probably hit the draft. There's going to be at least one free agent signed. But, yeah, it's Chris Harris for me.
0: I mean, I'd rather have Bryce Callahan. Yeah, Bryce Callahan's on here. But, like you said, you have Darius Williams up here. You have... Who else? Let me just go down the list again. You know, you have you have options. You have Dante Jackson, Carolina, uh, yeah. Patrick Peterson. Uh, do Casey Hayward? Casey Hayward uh, would be like, you could do a lot worse than Casey
1: Hayward. It wasn't that long ago that he, people considered him like a top five corner in the league. And right. when and when uh, Chris Harris Jr. signed with the Chargers, that was like the big thing. Like, oh, they got Chris Harris Jr. and Casey Hayward. Oh, and Derwin James, look how great the Chargers defense is. It's almost like we are reliving the past, like these last couple days, you know. Nine it's and eight. Just the... Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> we, we,
1: we can get into that, too. If you want, but,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we, we should do a reaction to that. Yeah, but hold on. Definitely. Let's hold off for a second. Um, uh, Rasul uh, Douglas, 26-year-old from Green Bay. Is he a free agent? Or a he's a free agent. Cap- oh, Hmm. he's a free agent on here. Top one hundred free agents. Um, yeah, Bryce Callahan, Joe Hayden, Joe Hayden, thirty two. I years wouldn't old. hate Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden was one of my favorite guys back in the day. He's definitely up there, though. Yeah. And then you have Chris Harris. Yeah, those are the those are the cornerbacks. So, um, <clears throat> I've always been a Patrick Peterson fan, man. I've always liked him. Uh.
1: Yeah, he's he, he's he the was. same
0: draft class as uh, Vaughn Miller, right? Yeah, he was Cam Newton. Yeah, that legendary draft class, and he, um, I wouldn't mind him coming here. You know, it's going to be a good defense. He can definitely produce, uh, and I feel like with the Vikings, he struggled because they weren't playing well. You know what I mean? Um, so I think if you could bring him here on a cheap deal, why not? Veteran player, you know, knows the tricks of the trade. Kind of thing. And then you go out and you draft a cornerback, you know, kind of thing. So, um, how about – and let me get your name.
1: I've, I, I've, I've, I've never seen anybody really in the middle of this argument. I've seen both ends of this one. And he's not necessarily a cor- a cornerback, but he can play corner. He can play safety. Okay. Defensive back. Tyron Matthew.
0: Tyron Matthew, um, he would bring some nastiness, dude. He would bring some nastiness. I, he would would be. That would be nice. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie, but do you think his price is too high? I don't know, and that's what's really interesting is he can play corner too.
1: I mean, he's not a go out and cover all game type of guy. But he's got the athleticism of corner. He, He'd be good on a dime, is what you're saying. He, he, that's what I'm saying. And you need guys that can. And he would. Probably, he would be. Huh. He would probably take the. He's more of a free safety. He's more of that just. Uh, but you can't keep a guy like him off the field. Like, I think he probably goes in. If he, if they if he were to get signed, which I don't think is likely. But if he were to get signed by Denver, like, you think he'd play the nickel? I don't know. That's what it is. I don't know where he fits. I just know I, I've always been a Tyron Matthew fan. Like, he's since his college days, like, I've always loved the Honey Badger. And I was legit, like, upset when he signed with the Chiefs because I didn't want to hate him because I loved him everywhere in else Houston, he'd been. Yeah. in Houston. He, I was like, and he, like, I mean, it's kind of corny, but like, 30 is my favorite number. He rocks 32 love when like there's a good player wearing my number. Just that I've just had like a connection with him. Like I've always loved him. He's been in a pain in the ass and was kind of annoying and and see no more. So if right. he, I mean yeah. I would welcome him with open arms and he'd probably be the the safety opposite Justin Simmons. Uh but I can drop down and make plays in the run game. He can obviously intercept the ball like he's the talent is—he's starting to get older in age too, but I, I, I'm really interested. Yeah, and then he goes, oh, I thought I was that, so. That's even better. Like, he's 29. I'm—I'm he, I'm really interested to see where he lands and for how much, and if the Broncos have any interest in it at all, which is probably unlock I just don't know. You never know. Like surprises the, the hell out of me all the time. We talk about these guys that oh, they're interested in him. They don't talk to him, play,
0: that would be nuts. That would be nuts to have the honey badger know? here.
1: Exactly. That'd be fun. That'd be crazy. It sounds like it can end well with the Chiefs. So who knows? Maybe come over and uh, give it. You know, give Played it back the to him twice a year.
0: Yeah, yeah, baby. Pick off Pat Mahomes.
1: Oh yeah, I'm into it. And he's one of my favorite guys. I would like I said i like Williams. I think he's gonna be like wet ice range, right? Uh,
0: I'd say Patrick Peterson is mine.
1: That's your guy. Okay. Okay.
0: I mean, he's 31. He's two years older than, uh, Tyron Matthew, but like I said, I think get him on a cheaper deal. Um, he's a veteran. He could bring some experience to the, to the squad. Um, yeah, I think Patrick Peterson would be a solid pickup for the Broncos. Yeah,
1: I, I could see it. I'm not, on Patrick Peterson as you are, but I can see the bring the you know, he would be perfect for a guy like for a guy like kind of yeah. because I mean there was a good two, maybe even three years where Patrick Peterson was considered the like the cornerback. Like it was like him, yeah. Darrell Revis, Richard Sherman, like they were the top three corners in the league and it wasn't close. And Patrick Peterson was probably, I mean, once Revis retired, Patrick Peterson probably was the best. He was the best until Jalen Ramsey got drafted. I mean, and that's when he's kind of started going downhill, but he can still play. He can still play. I would not, I would not dislike
0: it. I would not dislike it. Let's see. I'm looking up the stats on him right now. He only had one interception. uh, Last year. Uh, He had a touchdown last year. One of two touchdowns in his career. He's um, been at the Pro Bowl, four, five, six, seven, eight times, three-time first-team All-Pro. Uh, he had a seven-interception year back in 2012. Seven-interception year. Dude, that was ten years. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that is wild um, to think. So I don't know. Um, I think it would be a good pickup, man. Patrick Peterson's my guy. I think that'd be over, a solid over over Chris Harris. Over Chris Harris, absolutely. I think. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> Patrick Peterson is. I think he has a lot more left in the tank than Chris Harris. <laughs> really
1: interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I is... mean, Chris Harris is good for one thing and one thing only: the slot. It's you know, also something that Pe- we need, though. Peterson it is something we need, but Peterson can play anywhere. You can throw him anywhere. And then you just, you, you, you figure it out. But yeah. They need to no, do no. something. he would be That's a good pair sure. with pads or tan. So
1: yeah, they need to do something. Two pads. Two, Two pads.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring right, him on. Uh, Let's go. But we need to, we need to talk about the right tackle a little bit. Um, I don't know how much time you have left, but um, um, we're good. All right. Um how do you feel about Toronto Armstead? He's the number one free agent and has been this entire time. I would love it.
1: I would be super ecstatic about it. And it's like zero percent chance happening. Yeah, he just is he's gonna get paid premier premier tackle, you know. Salary. Okay. And wow. and for me it's like one of those things I keep hearing like all these people talk about oh sign this left tackle, trade for this left tackle. And it's like, you have a left tackle. That is one season removed from being an all-pro. Well, move yeah. move him to the right. I I don't Toronto want to – would be right tackle.
0: He's a no, right he, tackle, he, isn't he? He's
1: left tackle. He plays left tackle. And with New Orleans, check is their right tackle.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Who, funny story, because that year that the Broncos drafted Garrett Bowles, I was like pounding – the the table obviously not an important table my kitchen table but pounding the table for ryan (laughs) ramshick i wanted ryan ramshick so much more than garrett Bowles, and i was damn right for like the first three years of their careers but obviously Bowles (laughs) turned it around and bro really great still also but yeah taron armstead holds down the left side over in uh, new orleans and dude he's great he's great i would i'd love it i just i just don't want to move i just don't want any left tackle i don't want to move Bowles over to right He's that's
0: fair. Like, I, I thought he was a you know, tackle this whole time, yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. Well, let's see here. Do, 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 do you have Trent Brown, 28 years old, offensive tackle? I don't know if he's a left tackle or not. It, it just says, I mean, all these stats. I just Trent Brown's of tackle, Trent Brown,
1: Patriots, yeah, yeah. You know who I really wanted that kind of sucked? I really was interested in Morgan Moses from the Jets. He, he, oh, yeah. He signed with, I believe, the Ravens tonight just a couple hours ago.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Trent Brown. He's twenty. Oh, go ahead, Nathan.
1: Sorry. Oh, yeah. Go you ahead. Know, I was going to say something stupid.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have Trent Brown, offensive tackle. Dwayne Brown, 36 years old. Now, yeah. No thanks. Um, no. Bradley Bozeman, offensive line. Um, uh, going down the list. Yeah, Morgan Moses, just to the Ravens. Um, Eric Fisher, 31 years old.
1: Yeah, interesting. Colts. Interesting. I, when, when I look at this this list, because I'm looking at a list of offensive tackle free agents also, and I see guys like Eric Fisher, Trent Browns, Riley Reef. And I like the names are bigger names, but then I always have to tell myself, like, why is this person a free agent? Because, right, with, with Eric Fisher, he's obviously older. I mean, all these guys are older. Um, Riley Reef, I don't know how old he actually is. Riley Reef, let
0: me look. He is Riley Reef is 33 years old. Yeah, I mean, these are all well. Here's the real question, Anthony is do any of these guys? Make your right tackle position better, like right now.
1: I think Riley Reef does for me.
0: He well, he's not, not ranked ninety-one, the uh, the worst offensive tackle in this free agency class. Really? Yes. Wow. So if Riley Reef, in theory, think you think that could bolster our right tackle position, then any of these tackles that I mentioned above here should be able to do the same thing. Correct. I don't know about that. Eric I mean... Fisher, 57. Um, Morgan Moses was 42. Um, Dwayne Brown, 36 years old, but he's 27. Ranked 27th. Yeah. He's always um, played that side, too. Trent Brown, twenty years old, ranked 23. I find it a hard time that the Patriots would get rid of somebody like him. That's crazy. They,
1: i th- It seems like they've been making some moves to try to clear up some cap space. Yeah, that is a that is one interesting. I forgot about Trent Brown. Yeah, Trent Brown definitely over Riley Reef one hundred percent. And uh, yeah. I did not know Riley Reef had such a bad season last year. If I'm being one hundred percent honest, I did not know that was happening. <laughs> um, that's kind of crazy.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I, I
1: revoke that comment because that is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, Patriots free agent Trent Brown looking to plant roots and leave a winning legacy. Um 6 380 pounds. Been in the Pro Bowl. Let's look at his pro football focus right now. Um, do, 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 do been in the Pro Bowl once. Um, he was on he was on the Oakland back in 2019. I didn't know yep. that. Yep. I forgot about that. Um Okay. San Francisco three years, went to New England, then Oakland, then the Raiders again, and then New England, back to New England. Um, Where's the percentage among other offensive linemen? One thing that I wanted to...
1: Sorry, okay. go ahead. No, you go ahead. One thing I wanted to mention about like our right tackle is um this offseason, like George Payton's on record saying that that he understands right tackle is one of the biggest holes and biggest needs, and he wants to address that and make it make sure it's not a hole again for the foreseeable future. You know, with all this verbiage that George Payton to the right time, I don't see like a big signing however. I see a veteran signing, maybe even a you know, bring Bobby Massey back. The Broncos did re-sign Calvin Anderson this week, but he's not gonna come out and start. He'll probably compete for that right tackle position if you have like a rookie or even just another veteran. But Calvin Anderson's a great swing tackle that is gonna back up both sides. But I really think that it's going to be like a Bobby Massey again. It's probably going to be From everything I've heard, Bobby Massey really wants to be in Denver. He's actually still living here right now. He wants to be here. And it sounds like he's waiting for the Broncos to make the decision if he is going to be. Or not. Wow. And offensive tackle in the NFL draft is very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> And Martha's trade for Russ Wilson was we still have three picks in the top 100, three. Yep. And people don't realize that. And five in the top 115. You have five picks in the top 115 picks. Like those, these picks can be dealt to move up and get a right tackle with huge upside, and that really sounds like that's what George Payton wants to do. He wants to. He doesn't want it to be a problem. It's been a problem for. Longer than middle linebacker has been a problem for the Broncos. It seems like, you know, like, right. Ta- When's the last really good right tackle been in Denver? I, literally, I cannot think of the last really good right tackle we've had. So he, George Payton is not um, stupid. He knows and he wants God, to fix this for the next seven years. He, you know, he wants to fix this. So I really don't think it's going to be like a big when it. I think the Broncos are probably done with, Broncos, if I'm being honest.
0: Um, yeah, a veteran, a veteran too.
1: guy, a veteran guy, a rookie tackle. Like, as much as you and I would love Trey McBride in that second round, we're probably <laughs> we need seeing, a we need a right tackle. We're probably seeing a tackle. I I, and I, hope, yeah. we I, I really yeah, hope we do. Yeah, it's more of that. a
0: need. Uh, Alberto has shown that he can he can be a starting tight end in this league, and yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not completely down on Alberto, but obviously somebody like Trey McBride would be amazing. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. but, and he's a Colorado kid too. So there's that, yeah. but um, uh, Trent Brown does play right tackle primarily. I just yep. looked it up. So yep. he only played one game at left tackle with the Niners. So that is something to keep an eye on, but I do agree with you, Anthony. I do think the Broncos, I don't expect them to, I mean, shit. I mean, the Broncos have arguably the best free agency, out of all the 32 teams, if you're including Russell Wilson, you know what I mean. Like, like the most yes. splashed, the Broncos made the biggest splash in the NFL by far. Yeah, you see, I don't care what the see, charters did.
1: Oh no, that no. chart that's going around. Uh, like it's, I don't know the name of the chart, but it's like, um, man, I gotta find it. I'll I'll look for it as I'm talking here, but um, it's a chart that like. Rates like the off season moves it and shows how much they've improved. And the Broncos are literally Is it blowing NFL
0: draft draft grades or NFL free no, agency grades.
1: It's not find it. I will find this.
0: But go ahead. What were you saying, Anthony? But
1: the Broncos are blowing every other team away.
0: I mean, oh, it's obviously... Yeah. You, if you're you, counting you, the Russell you, Wilson thing, it's not yeah, even close. You're, you're,
1: counting, you're counting the Russell Wilson deal, and they're just blowing everybody else away. I think Ryan Edwards had it posted. Let me find this thing here. Um, anyways, it's very clear that the Broncos have had a great offseason. These fans, like it's so funny to me, dude. And it's it's just typical Broncos. But my God, sometimes they just need to relax. Like, oh here it is, I found it. Okay, so it's the
0: can you send
1: in- yeah I will. It's the twenty twenty two off season improvement index. Twenty two off
0: season improvement and in- Okay. Uh, pro football focus. I believe so. Is it- okay. Um. Okay. Oh, I got to sign in. What the hell? I got
1: I got you. I sent, I'm sending it to you right now. Okay.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Broncos we were are
1: gonna... blowing everybody away.
0: Yes. And this is a <laughs> perfect lead-in for the goddamn Chargers.
1: They are number two on the list. They, they are, are number two. two. Yes. And that is one of the –
0: we're bringing it all around here. Okay. I understand the Chargers have signed – big name players this weekend to bolster their defense primarily. JC Jackson, that's that's a great signing. JC Jackson great is signing. a stud cornerback. Yeah. Um, that is their best signing by, by far. far. By far. Khalil Mack, you said it earlier in the podcast, six sacks last year. And he, he only
1: played 7 games.
0: Where what? is the This isn't the same Khalil Mack we saw you know, the first year with Chicago, maybe a little no. bit the second year, and the years the Raiders.
1: He has not had double dicks since that first year in Chicago.
0: And for those, like, high about him and Bosa being on each side, what the hell has Joey Bosa done?
1: That, he's a bad – I won't talk shit about Bosa. He, that dude's bad, dude. He, I, he scares me a lot more than Khalil
0: Mack does at this time. He does but. too, but what has he done? What has he done? I have not seen him – like, especially games against the Broncos, he hasn't done anything. That yeah, has I mean, been he, noteworthy he's... for me when I watch the game. Like, he hasn't been a threat to, to the Broncos. He hasn't. I, I, do, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I Maybe we're just not watching the same game, but I just don't. Yeah, I Joey Bosa seen, is... I've seen more about Nick than I have Joey. Like, Nick is obviously the, the more talented one of the brothers, but...
1: I mean, Bosa did have 10.5 sacks last year, and... He he like has like a really good year, like his sack numbers wise. Like he has like a a really decent year, then kind of an off year, then decent year and off year. And I mean, out of his uh, what is that six seasons now as a pro, he has four double digit seasons. Like the guy can
0: play. You know what I'd be curious about Anthony is how many of those sacks have been impactful moments during games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of one of these sacks, like. He's. And I'm not completely destroying the guy, but he has been in the Pro Bowl four times, All-Pro, Defensive Work of the Year. I got that back in 2016. But uh, yeah, he has one, two, three, four double-digit sack years, which is which is good, very good. Um, but I, I just haven't seen much of him in impactful moments, you know. And granted, I don't watch a lot of the Chargers games for obvious reasons. Only when they play Denver. You know, I spent all my time watching Broncos games. But Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I don't think – like all I've been seeing is the Broncos should be watching out. The Chargers are winning the Super Bowl, yada, yada, yada. I'm like slow, slow you roll, slow you roll. Um, I definitely think the Chargers got better. But so did the Broncos. I mean, the Chiefs are still really good in the division. And the Raiders are always going to be the pain in the ass in this AFC West. Right, look at They're it always going to squeak out wins. They're always going to win in late moments.
1: So, Yeah, look at it this way. The Raiders beat the Chargers last year to go to the playoffs. The Raiders were a playoff team last year, the Chargers. I know, I know. And, and we actually
0: destroyed the Chargers one game.
1: Right. Justin Herbert is great. He is. He is. Until the Chargers do anything, I will never – Say that the Chargers are going to be anything other than what they've shown over the last, uh, you know, decade, de- two decades. Like, they've you they act like they just finally got a star quarterback. And yes, Justin Herbert is different than Philip Rivers, but Philip Rivers was a damn good quarterback and he played really big in some really big games, right? Houston never did anything. They had some playoff runs, but nothing crazy. AFC champ um, game once, yeah, yeah, you know, so. With these, all these signings, like the the Sebastian Joseph Day signing, I think a lot of Broncos fans the rumor that, that he was a potential Broncos target, and then he signs with the Chargers, and then obviously the Cleo Mack and then J.C. Jackson. What well, is he going to be signed? He's going to be playing with Derwin James and Asante Samuel's Junior. It's like yeah, <laughs> Derwin James. Dude, Derwin James is a stud. Play more than half the games ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, they have the yeah. highest floor offense. More than half the games in a season. Like, is there like a history that shows the biggest spenders, like the top like three spenders every year, don't do shit the following year, right? And it's not like they're spending. Like, they're, I mean,
0: let's hear the Rams.
1: And I these memes and like posts like the Chargers are playing Matt turned off, and it's like. You, you're allowed to do that when you have a. You're allowed to do that when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract in two years. When Justin Herbert,
0: oh man, that
1: forty to fifty million dollar a year deal.
0: This shit's not going to happen. You know, I just played on that at a rookie boat. That's good. That's good.
1: like, yeah, come on, man, get out of here. JC Jackson was a great signing.
0: That yeah, was,
1: it's a best signing. signing. Yeah, Sebastian.
0: I'm not
1: Joseph even going to dog on that. Right, just Sebastian Joseph Day is a really good is a really good interior defensive lineman. I'm glad we got DJ Jones more. You know, <sighs> look, look, look at it this way. What as I was listening to DNVR today, Zach Stevens made a great point. Great point. And this might, you know, credit this should get, but. Vegas is obviously doing something right when they release odds, you know. And I think Thanks. they have – I'm going to double-check this right now, but from what I what I remember, I think they said when it came to the odds of winning the NFC West this year, the Char-
0: uh, Um, odds uh, – they we go.
1: No, they're not. Uh, I'm pull- It's pulling up right now. Oh, now they've completely changed. Yeah, no. it's, it, at the time. I'll, I'll double check it here, but the Charger or the Chiefs were like one forty or something like that
0: to win the West.
1: Who do you think the second place, you know, have the best, second best odds to win the West?
0: Broncos at plus 200.
1: Yeah. At this time, I think it was plus 190. Is this uh,
0: DraftKings?
1: The- DraftKings. Did you find
0: them? Uh, I'm looking right now. I did see an okay. ad where it mentioned the, uh, let's see, sportsbook, DraftKings, loading for me. Okay. Uh, yep. Because Chiefs plus one forty five Broncos plus two hundred Chargers plus two seventy five Raiders plus eleven hundred.
1: That's the one.
0: <laughs> that that's the one that I exactly. That is the one I they
1: said it was DraftKings, right? The chi- Based on Vegas odds, and of course things change, and Vegas is Vegas, but they obviously do something right. They know what they're doing, right? The literally the Broncos are closer to the Chiefs than the Chargers are to the Broncos in those – you know what I mean, like yeah. They they, they by, they've improved their five, team. Yeah, they've improved their team. Don't get me wrong. They have. Oh no, they're zero... about the
0: same. Seventy-five. No, no, no. Math. No math. Yeah, fifty-five. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, I I mean the char- excuse me the charter. Let me see until I see it, I don't give a shit, dude. If I'm being honest, be Chargers once last year with a way worse team. And sure, the Chiefs got better too. Or, the, excuse me, goddamn it. The Chargers got better this year too. Sure.
0: But. So did the Broncos. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the Broncos
1: got way better. Yes.
0: Better. They have a Hall of Fame quarterback now.
1: Look at this. Just re signed Mike Williams this, this offseason. Huge wide receiver deal. He ain't finished. Last year was like the. Last year was like the first season he ever played that many games in, and he secured his bag. And what happens after a player like that gets paid? They go back to their old ways, and he's going to be hurt. So he's going to be out all year. Like the defense, none of these the, the Chargers are like. And I feel bad sometimes, but like no, they none of they can't stay healthy. They cannot stay yeah. healthy, and they find ways to charger. They find ways games that they should not lose, and they're going to lose at least once to. The Broncos this year, they'll probably still keep losing to the Chiefs. Like, sh- prove, prove me wrong, Chargers. Because until you, you're 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 not, in my opinion. Like, they have zero home field advantage. There's nothing going for the Chargers because they have one of the top young quarterbacks in the league, and they're spending a shit ton of money in free agency.
0: Let me just throw this out there. Let me just debunk this and make this known. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, in that order. No arguments. No arguments. Yeah.
1: I, I, mean, I don't you...
0: care what the upside with Justin Herbert is. Until he wins the Super Bowl, he's not in the same realm as Russell Wilson. I don't care. I'm yeah. not. I, I. Russell Wilson is a phenomenal quarterback, and. The only reason why he's not number one in this division is because Patrick Mahomes is in the division. So I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Yeah, I feel that. I mean, I, I definitely understand the argument. Herbert, because The dude, talent-wise, like that's what you can argue to me. Talent-wise, who are the top? You know, rank them based on talent. Maybe talent? is Yeah, maybe at this point in the career, just because Russell – I mean, he's not old. I'm not trying to say – don't hear what I'm not saying. And I'm not bashing on Russell at all. But, like, would I take Herbert over Russell to you know start my franchise right now? Yes, I would. I would take Herbert over Russell. But we're not restarting a franchise right now. We're not doing a fantasy draft and starting it over. And that's just because of age. And that's just because – I mean, yeah, I, I guess so. And, I don't know. I don't I think it's okay, very clear. Would you take, I think it's very clear that
0: Herbert I, I value Herbert more than you and I think he's a better quarterback than you think. I think he's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but he's in the same division as Russell Wilson as Pat Mahomes. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a um Okay, let me ask you this. Would you take a a 24 year old Russell Wilson or a 24-year-old Justin Herbert?
1: If <laughs> you know, assuming I mean, no, the I would, same I, I mean, knowing know, what I know now yeah. Like how, Knowing how, what you know now. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the toy Russell's doing, I would I have taken her. Like, same really? age. Oh, 100%. Like, I think, and it, Russell was on a great team at that time. Really great team. It's, that's what it's so. It's such a hard argument, in my opinion, because obviously you see Ryan Pro Bowls, while You know has led the league in passing touchdowns. He's done a, at twenty-four. We didn't know he was doing that. At twenty-four, we didn't know that's what was going to happen. So it's hard argument for me because you don't know. You might we might get blown away, and then and or Herbert win two MVPs and lead the. Chargers to a Super Bowl win in the next 10 years. You, you don't know. That's kind of why it's a hard argument for me because, I don't know. I mean, talent-wise, I'd take Herbert 100% over Russell Wilson. You
0: think but he's more not, talented than Russell Wilson?
1: Uh, physically, yeah, 100%. I think he's a more physically talented quarterback than Russell Wilson. But don't really? hear what I'm not saying, Zach. Do not hear what I'm not saying. Russell Wilson is the perfect the perfect perfect quarterback for he really is the experience the even though he's only 32 he's not in any means the age the experience the accolades the want to like the drive to win the obsession with winning like he is the perfect quarterback for this team and that's why he's a bigger he improves the Broncos so much more than any of them the because the Chargers have that quarterback in place. And, yes, that – look at it this way. Herbert threw, like, 40-some touchdowns last year. Is he ever going to get to 50? Probably not. So you were literally the best last year. You might have. He might have hit his ceiling, which was a damn high ceiling. He needs some help around him there, which they're giving him, I guess. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. It's, like, such a tough – tough argument. It's such a tough argument. And I'm just like talking myself in circles trying to fucking figure it out if I'm being honest.
0: Well, you know what's, you know what's a, the crazy that uh, some fans are so hesitant on is that they're so focused on what Russell did last year. And he was injured. He had an injury. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's, it was his first injury in the NFL that kept him out after 167 consecutive streak of playing. That man takes care of himself. He spends over a million dollars a year on his mind and body to keep himself in the most pristine shape he can, even in the offseason. You can see him on Twitter. You see him on social media. He's always training. He's always striving. He's always driving. He's always wanting to win, no matter what, in anything he does. Um, he had, you know, We had the stats last year, 25 to 6, touchdowns, interceptions, which is still great, rating of 103.1 you know 3000 yards still <laughs> you know like yeah. you mentioned in a podcast before you would kill for that in denver yep but let's take let's take a look at the year before that man 68.8 completion percentage 4212 yards 40 touchdowns yeah. 13 interceptions 105.1 rating the best the best year in his career was in 2020 mhm Two years ago, two years ago,
1: amazing. I'm dude. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And speaking of Russ Wilson, uh, Ben Albright tweeted out just like an hour ago. Um, WrestleMania tomorrow. WrestleMania.
0: That's what I like to hear.
1: So it sounds like tomorrow he gets introduced and we get to see him hold up his for the first intentionally so, cool. so and cool. Russell Wilson just uh 30 minutes ago posted cuz did you see that him and Sierra went to Children's yeah, I'm looking Hospital at it right now day yep. one
0: in Denver inspired yep. by courage these amazing kids have Sierra and I it's had a blast like, today it's awesome i love I've it. Told my i bought today. his children's book did you yeah i bought it and we have it
1: Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to buy it because I we have a Dalton Reisner's. We actually haven't. We actually met Dalton Reisner for the sun when he so nice. That's Got Dalton cool, Reisner. Right? So I book now, but I. Nice. I, I was, I was it's so weird to be still here watching the Sierra wearing a Broncos hoodie, a sweater. It's fucking wild. It's it's,
0: it's, so, it's so crazy. It's unbelievable.
1: It's still. So, I can't believe it's happening. Like. Now I'm really excited for tomorrow to see this kind of finally happen. Well you it, bet your
0: you bet your sweet ass gonna be one two stepping to the to the press conference when that happens.
1: <laughs> dude, you know it's gonna be uh, uh you know how that young Jeezy song was like a big deal when Drew Locke was like rapping it on the sidelines? Yeah. Because, like that was like I actually listened to that song before the Broncos games like like this is like this is the the nothing right now because this gotta be bumping at every freaking Broncos party now at every Broncos <laughs> game. It's just happened. I just don't know ifs ands or buts about it.
0: Hell yeah. I'm excited man. I've been yeah. waiting for tomorrow all week and it's been a long week. <laughs> it has
1: been a long week it feels like it feels like he's yeah, been no. here forever. My
0: God. Well he's already he's already hanging out at the children's hospital man. Like he just he's already just in planting roots and graining himself in our community. And God, I just love it. I just love it. Dude. I just am so excited about it still. And I just, ugh, I just want to scream. Just wake my kids up It's right crazy.
1: Now. It's crazy. <laughs> to- Russell, I still don't believe it. I need to see it tomorrow. It's just one of them, Him changing his profile. Yep. Oh, yeah. A little bit of like, oh, oh, he is the Broncos quarterback. I know. And then like, <laughs> again, like. Seeing him rocking the Bronco, like Broncos colors at the Children's Hospital I was like, whoa, this is kind of weird. And then it's like, come,
0: to- it's gonna be great. Can't all right, wait, prediction. Dude. What numbers you taking? You going with number three?
1: Oh yeah, he's gonna yeah. be rocking three. It's gonna make yeah. it really. You got to go scoop up all those locked jerseys for like fifteen bucks. On all those clearance racks, have somebody, you know, have have stitch. people's wives, yeah, stitch out those take out those lock numbers, you know, stitch up the Wilson on there, get you a nice jersey for cheap. Or just rip the name off. Nobody's gonna look at the name anyways, they'll just see the three on it, you'll be good.
0: Right. Everybody knows what that means. So That's right. Believe it or not, I already ordered the entire family jerseys of Russell Wilson, so Jesus. Yeah, dude. I I am That's stoked. Nice. Yeah, Carson. I got him a four T. Stevie got two T. Then I got my wife uh, a Broncos. They're all blue. I got. I was saving the blue jersey for the quarterback, and I can finally really? get one. So yeah, I was saving the blue jersey because that's that's beautiful, beautiful jersey, and I wanted it for the quarterback. So I'm trying to decide who my next jerseys. I can't choose I, Russell Wilson. I I don't,
1: I, I, Why is this I hard? Don't, I don't know. I just what. Really? It's not that I'm not gonna get one, but I've been literally thinking because I haven't gotten a new jersey in years. And you have
0: Justin Simmons too. So,
1: well, I Simmons. That's what I'm. He's been like up there. Like I don't know. Like I'm like standing between. Like I was. I wanted a Javante brother. Just okay. For or passer tan one of those can't decide, it's gonna be my first bot in literally years. Okay, well, it's going to, I'm gonna usher in the new phase of the new era of Broncos, and I can't decide if I want the you know great veteran and Justin Simmons, who I've literally loved since the draft day. Like, I remember when we drafted Simmons, I was so stoked after watching his tape and stuff, or the next great corner. I just can't decide. I don't get me wrong. I'll be, I'll be getting a Russell Wilson jersey. I'm sure, but you know who's actually going to get a Russell Wilson jersey probably before me is my brother-in-law. Yeah, a you told die-hard me. Bears fan, which is crazy. Yeah. So,
0: um, well, you let me know, and I got you. you okay. Let me know when you want a jersey, and I got you.
1: All right. Sounds I good. Found
0: another, found another outlet. So, um, yeah, you
1: have to let me know.
0: Yes. Um. Oh, man, Russell Mania. I can't wait. Can't wait, bro. It's exciting. It is exciting. very exciting. And it just it, – I know I said this before, but it's just cool seeing him getting so involved with the community already. Going to the children's hospital. Great dude. Phenomenal dude. Um, and I that's saw what the Broncos t- need. Yeah. I saw on Twitter
1: today, I believe it maybe it was Mike Cliss. It was somebody in Denver Media uh, kind of leaked where Russell Wilson is going to be living. You know who's gonna be his neighbors?
0: Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton yeah, Manning and John He's yeah.
1: living on the same street as them, <laughs> which is not to be not surprising, but
0: well, he was calling Peyton Manning asking about Denver before he came here. So,
1: I mean, what are the odds that night you and I were watching on the Manning cast? Yeah, just I, mean, he, I he remember just, texting you. Yeah, what, what are the odds that he called minutes after that and said, Hey. Talk to me about Denver a little bit. You know, it's just oh,
0: negative one thousand. Yeah, you know. It's... You know he did. Yeah, because he's been thinking about this for a while. It sounds like he had fourteen yeah. teams that him and his uh, his trainer and his agent they all they had fourteen teams on a whiteboard and they all went through and they graded each position group, the coaching staff, all the stuff, the future, all that stuff, and the Broncos were always up top for him.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you saw that tweet or not. I did. I did.
1: That's awesome.
0: It is awesome. So,
1: it's unbelievable. It's
0: great. All right, Anthony, so did you have anything that you wanted to close out for the free agency stuff?
1: I think so. I think we covered a lot. I'm excited to see kind of as exciting as like the first are you the the later phases of free agency really mean a ton and they're really like the team building phases like of course you're going to get your splashy splashy uh you know now's when you start seeing this team building as we saw with the uh eric tomlinson signing like I, honestly when i first saw it, i was like who the hell is this dude tied into eric tomlinson but then you hear like oh he is a great run blocker or he is just a great blocking tight end it's like sweet we got our athletic guy and uh Ogwebunam, and now we got this you know, this blocking tight end and just the pieces that make the difference. And I'm excited to see where the Broncos go. We need a corners, a corners, dude.
0: Yeah, and I think George Payton's going to address that. I have confidence. So, well,
1: I know we'll get it ben, out. Ben even tweeted out yesterday, like uh, he made something that the Broncos, like as, we're spe- as we speak, Broncos are working on edge and corners. So they're 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 doing their due diligence. They're working on it, and it's not like the corners have signed. You know, obviously the big ones, J.C. Jackson, Carlson Davis, guys at the Broncos aren't gonna be weren't gonna be able to afford it anyways, and they know that. So it's like they already are in the works on corners. So it's gonna it's it's not what it's not if they're gonna sign a corner. Like it's just when, and I'm just excited to see who it is.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Yep. Uh, nope. I'm more excited about WrestleMania tomorrow, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to be
0: texting each other, so
1: I'm ready. stay tuned.
0: Yeah. But All right, man. Well, with that being said, I just wanted to thank everyone for tuning in to the Couch Potato Sports Denver Broncos Edition podcast. Uh, like I say in the other podcasts, we do have other podcasts out there covering the other major sports teams at the moment. You know, we are looking to expand out to, you know, Colorado Mammoth. There's a lot of Colorado Mammoth fans out there. You know, we're even looking into Colorado Rapids, too. Um, so and then uh, I'm actually in the, the talks with someone talking college. So stay tuned cool. for that. Check out the Denver Nuggets uh, podcast, the Colorado Rockies, and your Crash to the Net Colorado Avalanche with our insider Kelsey Hammond, who actually goes to all the practices and actually works for the Colorado Avalanche. So uh, be sure to check those out. We appreciate the support. Don't forget to check out all of the social media platforms. And if you haven't seen it already, go see that glorious Lion King Russell Wilson video. (laughs) Uh, And then check out the comments a lot of the way too. So it'll provide some entertainment for you. So um, anyways, thank you all for listening. And as always, go Broncos.